You're listening to the Live and Fit Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Edgington, and welcome to today's episode. Hello, hello. Happy Wednesday. Welcome back to the Live and Fit Podcast. I am so excited to have this opportunity to give you guys some of my top 10 fitness tips today. I just got back from the gym and I'm almost offended at how much my legs already hurt. I usually am sore day two of leg day, maybe the next day, but I can tell that this one, this can be a brutal next two days, but that's all right. It was good. It was a gluten quad focus. It was amazing. We went super heavy. I pushed. It was a great lift. I hope you guys had a great weekend. Ours was so insanely busy and fun. And it actually started on Thursday instead of Friday this time because everyone was off work and school on Friday. So Thursday, we went to a friend's birthday party. We went bowling. And then Friday, we went with a group of friends, took all the kids to a trampoline park and then out to dinner after. Saturday, we went just a little family of three. We went ice skating. It was Maddie's first time. She did amazing. So we took her out to sushi after. If we ask her where she wants to go to eat, she will pick a steakhouse or sushi. She is bougie and (laughs) an expensive date, but we decided that we would just surprise her with sushi after and it was it was so amazing. Sunday was pretty chill. I think I mentioned in episode one how much I love Mondays. They're my favorite day of the week. Mondays are just my favorite day to just get back in my weekly routine and reset since weekends are a little bit less structured and we just prioritize family and friend time. But yeah, Mondays is when I get back to my grind every single week. I love it. But this week, I woke up on Monday to get ready as usual, take Maddie to school, go to the gym and something told me girl just put some sweatpants on drop that baby off and come read your book because you're going to the mineral therm with some girlies which is like a spa kind of day super relaxing I slept great that night I just decided to take a self-care day which I never do on a Monday I don't like feeling unproductive I don't like getting out of my routine and I just didn't allow myself to feel guilty for it I was like you deserve this this is amazing and we're gonna start doing this more often but that brings me to to tip number one in this episode. These can be good for if you're a beginner, if you're a pro, if you're in the middle of your fitness journey. These are valuable to absolutely anyone. And yeah, so number one is to create a routine. I know this sounds so cliche and I know there's so many varieties of this, whether you're a mom, a student, you have a super busy schedule, you own a business, you work in a restaurant, which I know those schedules are whack, been there, done that, super hard to maintain a healthy lifestyle. I get it. But if you're not already in a routine, I highly recommend finding your groove habit stacking. Just start one little thing at a time. Start one little thing. And then whenever that becomes part of your routine and part of your norm and it just feels secondhand nature, add another one until all those habits create your routine. To go hand in hand with that, I think that learning how to cope when your routine changes is also so, so important. I'm a creature of habit. I thrive on routine. And when I'm thrown off, I feel like sometimes it gives me a little extra anxiety and it just totally derails me, but I've been really working on coping with change because that's just life. So before I had Maddie, my routine was one way. When I had a newborn baby, completely different. When we sent her off to daycare, it changed again and, you know, and et cetera, et cetera. That's just life. So get used to change and learn how to cope with it and adjust your routine whenever that time comes. 
That's some of the best advice I can give to creating your routine and sticking to it. It feels so good to end your day knowing that you checked your boxes, that you are productive, and your routine doesn't necessarily have to look the same every day. You might do certain things on Monday and then certain things on Tuesday. Even a simple routine is going to benefit your life, even if it's not super drastic. So finding ways to cope with that are super important. And just knowing that if you get thrown out of your routine or you're going on vacation or something unexpected happens, you just have to pick up where you left off the next day, everything's going to be okay. This is going to look so different for everyone, but find your groove and stick to it and just adjust things as needed. So number two is to set goals. People just say like, oh, New Year's resolutions, I'm going to lose 20 pounds this year. Boom. But like, when are you going to lose 20 pounds by? How are you going to lose 20 pounds? What are you going to do? What are you going to do day to day? Because a year, like, how do you measure that? So I say weight loss. I hate using weight loss as the example because it could be anything. It's just kind of simple to put into easier terms when talking about that because rather than saying 20 pounds in the year, say I'm going to lose 20 pounds this year, which breaks down to X amount per month, which comes out to X amount per week. And this is what I'm going to do to achieve those. You have to set goals that you can measure. So these don't have to just be weight loss goals though, you guys. It can be the frequency of how often you're working out. It can be your form. You're trying to get better at those squats, those back squats. Perfecting your form is going to help you in your results, but also preventing injury. Your goal could be a strength goal. Maybe you're working on your mobility and your flexibility. You could be an athlete trying to work on your performance. You might just want to do something like be able to even do a pistol squat, which I cannot do, but they're pretty dope. I want to try to do one one day. I want to start, maybe I'll start working on it, but they don't have to be weight loss related. Setting goals is so healthy for your mindset and it's so rewarding. Reward yourself and pat yourself on the back whenever you reach a goal. And numero three, make healthy habits a priority. You have to prioritize healthy things in your life. If you want to live a healthy lifestyle, I mean, it can be tiny, tiny things, but you have to prioritize these healthy habits. You're not going to just start going to the gym every single day overnight. But if you prioritize that time, you say, on my lunch break, I'm going to the gym. I've prepped food so that way afterwards I can eat on the way to my office. I mean, do what you got to do. This is going to look different for everyone, but you have to prioritize it. If you need to drink more water, which most of us do, prioritize it. They will eventually feel secondhand nature and part of your routine if you just slowly implement them, but you have to make it a priority. The next tip, number four, is to pick forms of movement that you actually enjoy. You don't have to be a gym rat. I love going to the gym. I love lifting weights just to put them back down, just to pick them up again. I like progressive overload. I like building muscle. I like getting stronger. You don't have to love the gym. There's Pilates, there's yoga, there's hiking, different sports, Zumba class, spin class, Orange Theory group fitness class. Find something that you enjoy, even if it's just drinking your coffee, walking the block for 30 minutes. It doesn't have to be overcomplicated, but find something that you enjoy. If you don't like it, you're not going to want to do it. I'm not saying that if you don't like exercise to just not do it. That's absolutely not what I'm saying. Movement is healthy. It's important for your body. It's important for your overall health. Mentally, physiologically, physically, you need movement, but find something that you actually enjoy or what you enjoy the most. Exercise is such an important part of your life. It's such a big part of my life and I want to have fun doing it. I didn't always like the gym. I used to go because I was punishing myself. I hated going. I always had to go to the gym. When I shifted my mentality to I get to go to the gym, my life changed drastically. I get to move. I get to go work out. I get to lift weights. I don't have to. 
it's such a privilege. That got a little deep. <laughs> Let's move on. All right. Now number five. This one is something I'm so passionate about. So excuse me while I go on a rant, but prioritize whole nutrient dense foods. Period. You don't need to be so restrictive when you want something if you're taking care of your body most of the time. I do not punish myself when I'm really craving a cookie. I feel so much less restrictive in my diet now that I take care of myself. And when I decide to go out to eat or I decide I want some fried appetizers or I want some adult beverages, I don't feel so guilty. I don't feel so bad mentally or physically. And I don't guilt myself for it. And I don't go punish myself the next day. I hydrate. I drink tons of water. Eat wholesome meals that are nutrient dense as often as you can. And whenever you start feeling the benefits of it, like you just feel better, it's going to be a lot easier to just naturally gravitate towards wholesome nutrient dense foods, nutritious foods that are fueling your body. There's so much more to food than your macronutrients you know, protein, carbs, fats. I know I probably talk about those all the time <laughs> to so many people, but micronutrients are so important, which are your vitamins, your minerals, eating your fruits, your vegetables. You need to be fueling your body. Your body needs the full body function and it's also preventative health. Also make sure that you're planning your healthy meals. If you go to the grocery store and you're starving, you're gonna likely make poor choices. We all know this. I do it too. Eat a snack before you go, drink a glass of water, whatever's gonna satiate your belly for a little bit while you go grocery shopping so you can make mindful decisions. You also need to make sure that you're planning your food out at least a little bit. I'm not saying that you have to go buy meal prep containers, prep out eight meals for the week, whatever, but just planning in advance. Sometimes we'll boil up eggs the night before so we have some healthy fats and proteins. And rather than making a whole bowl of my delicious oatmeal I have all the time, sometimes I make a recipe the night before where I make I blend up my oats and other ingredients, bake it, have some nice baked oats, changes it up a little bit, and it's ready to go in the morning or if you need to take it and leave. When you know you have a busy day and you're not going to have time to make food, plan for it pack your lunch. Next is to push yourself. Number six, you got to push yourself, you guys. You got to give yourself a good goal, but push yourself every single week. If you are squatting the next week, add on five pounds, add on 10 pounds, whatever you're capable of, but push yourself. It's going to hurt. It's going to be painful. If you're a runner and you are conditioned to run one mile or two miles, I guess if you're a runner, you're probably running more, so don't come at me, but you get what I'm saying. If you run a mile every single day, push yourself to run a little bit more. It doesn't have to be a crazy amount. It can be like a tenth of a mile. It feels good to do better and better every single day. You don't have to make drastic changes, but if you push and thrive to be just a little bit better every single day and every single week, you're going to achieve so much more than you even think that you're capable of. I want to hop back into one more thing about nutrition, which is number seven is to educate yourself on sugar. Your body sees a tablespoon of white sugar out of the jar the same as it sees a tablespoon of sugar from a banana. I know obviously you can't weigh that out, but you get what I'm saying? It's equal. Your body sees it the same. If we're getting scientific, the molecules are the same. There's a constant fear about consuming too much sugar. And sometimes people are scared to consume fruit because someone's told them about how much sugar is in it. Yes, there is sugar, but there's also fiber and vitamins and nutrients that your body needs. Not all calories are created equal. So of course you're like, okay, well a brownie has sugar and a banana has sugar. Of course I'd rather eat the brownie, but you're not getting much else out of a brownie. 
I mean, besides <laughs> fueling your soul, don't stop eating brownies. That would be like sinful. But just day to day, when you're reaching for a snack, reach for some fruit sometimes. This whole scare tactic for people to stay away from fruit, it really bothers me. Fruits have so many good things for your body, fiber, nutrients, vitamins, things that are essential to your diet. Understand that yes, sugar is sugar to your body, but there are other valuable benefits when eating better quality food. Some of you guys are not going to want to hear number eight, and that is to stop ego lifting and start worrying about the quality of movement. No one is ever going to comment on how light your weight is. Humble yourself. You'll prevent injury. You'll have better results. I'm not saying be afraid to push yourself when it's time. When you're ready, the weight will be there, but stop ego lifting and sacrificing your form. Just a little nerdy scientific tip here. During the eccentric phase of a movement, the lowering phase, there's so much more growth hormone released during that phase rather than the concentric. If you're doing bicep curls, you're lifting the dumbbell up to about shoulder area, contracting that muscle because of course the muscle has to contract or nothing is going to happen. But you want to make sure that you're lowering slow enough during that eccentric phase to be releasing optimal amounts of growth hormone. If you're rushing through the movement so fast, you are not getting the most bang for your buck. So slow and controlled movements. You can drop the weight to do this. I know it's fun to lift heavy and you'll get there, but if you actually want to build your muscle, you have to be considerate of that lowering phase. So anyways, stop ego lifting. Lift the appropriate weight where you aren't sacrificing form and the quality of that movement and slowly, gradually increase every single week by pushing yourself and progressive overloading. All right, number nine, create a lifestyle that is sustainable for life. You have to think longevity. If you are not making habits that are going to be things that you can do for the rest of your life, you're going to have temporary results. If you want lifelong results, you're going to have to make lifelong changes. This doesn't mean that you won't change up what you're doing along the way. It doesn't mean that every single day is going to look the same, just like when we talked about routine. But you do want to be realistic and habit stack and slowly and slowly incorporate things into your life until they become a routine. So these all kind of go hand in hand. The most important thing that I will probably say today is to create a lifestyle that you enjoy and that is sustainable for life. I know instant gratification is something that we all crave and many of us want a quick temporary fix, but those usually don't end up lasting. Last but not least, allow yourself the time to get comfortable in the gym or wherever you're choosing to work out, workout classes. I don't care. You're not going to walk into the gym the first time knowing where all the equipment is, knowing how to use all the equipment, feeling confident. So actually allow yourself the time. Give it some time. Don't give up. Just because you went and it felt awkward, it's going to feel awkward. Every single person that has started a fitness journey has walked into the gym for the first time feeling out of place. Even some of the most fit, confident people have to change gym sometimes and they feel uncomfortable and go through gym intimidation the first few times they go in. But if you don't allow yourself that time, you're absolutely selling yourself short if you do not allow yourself that time to get comfortable in a space that you will eventually Feel comfortable in. And that concludes my 10 fitness tips that I have for you guys for today. To wrap this up, I just want to remind you every single day is a day to be a little bit better. And if you fall off, just pick up where you left off. Think long term. Don't guilt yourself. If something unexpected happens or you just need a little break, just pick it right back up. But thank you guys so much for listening. I know I'll get a little bit more comfortable as I get used to doing this. It is awkward at first, of course, just like I said, first time, first few times are always a little bit more stiff. 
I'm getting comfortable being uncomfortable. <laughs> you got to take your own advice sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Thank you guys so much for being here. I can't wait to chit chat with you next Wednesday. I hope you have an amazing week, an amazing weekend. And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye y'all.